www.cliffcentral.com Welcome to another exciting installment of 360Biz. My name is Debo Homa Fodi. Uh, I'm rolling. I'm all alone in studio today, my boy. Bulelani couldn't be here uh, due to other circumstances. I mean, you know, as entrepreneurs, usually uh, others would say we become late. Uh, I love saying oh, we don't get late. We become delayed. And I don't like, I love saying as well, it's not that we don't pitch, uh, we, we get disturbed by commitments. Uh, at the end of the day, it is the nature of business. But either way, we need to continue, uh, with the show today. I mean, if ever you've just joined in, uh, you are tuned in to 360Biz. Uh, today we're talking Global Entrepreneurship Network or Global Entrepreneurship uh, Congress or Global Entrepreneurship South Africa. Um, the word or the key it's actually global entrepreneurship. It's the discussion that we have today because we know that definitely uh, we are operating in a global space as entrepreneurs. Uh, we need to not to have limits as to where we want to operate, whether being in the continent, whether being in the country, whether being in the province. We need to have the power to be able to operate almost anywhere and everywhere. But I'm not alone in studio. I've got amazing guests uh, that we have. Uh, they're not new to the show. I mean, these guests are coming back for the second time around. Uh, we've got Miss Alice Momwanga, uh, who's the research executive for Sea Africa. And we've got uh, Mr. Charles uh, Sequalo, um, who's uh, the founder of Move Me Back coming all the way from the United Kingdom. You know, I've always said that we are indeed an international show. Uh, today, it's not only um, that I'm bringing you somebody that comes um, from outside the country or the continent for that matter. Uh, but, you know, it actually is good for a change that we bring in somebody from outside. I've always been broadcasting in the UK, but we've never had UK people come here. So at least we've got Charles today uh, that is actually coming um, to visit us um, on the show. I mean, you know that entrepreneurship, I mean, um, is the core of every country. Uh, I mean, being informed about entrepreneurship is something of a very element and of importance, especially right now. There's a lot of migration that is taking place um, that is uh, within entrepreneurs that are operating in other countries or even other continents. Entrepreneurship is a powerful driver for economic growth and job creation. I mean, it creates new companies, it creates jobs, it opens up new markets, it actually nourishes skills, and it improves people's capabilities more than anything, giving solutions um, to what a particular country needs. But what happens when business visionaries and innovative entrepreneurs are migrating uh, to an environment more welcoming um, of economic uh, creativity or innovation? Does this happen when communities take much slower adoption to changes in social and economic environment leading to this cost is a negative uh, impact to any economy of any country. I'm glad that, uh, like I've said, Hore, we have Alice Momwanga who has actually done a research um, around this who's going to give us more information. But without wasting any time, let me take this opportunity to welcome my guest. Thank you guys uh, for coming in. Um, they usually say ladies first. Should we start with <laughs> you? <laughs> um, Alice, maybe take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners. Uh, tell us who you are and what is it that you do because maybe we might be having somebody listening that didn't get an opportunity to hear you last time. Sure, no problem. Um, hi, Deboho. Thank you for inviting us again. Um, it's a real privilege and an honor to be here with you again today and to share insights um, of the research study. My name is Alessimo Mwanga. 
I head up um, research and development at an organization called Sea Africa, mm-hmm. um, and we just recently just completed hosting the Global Entrepreneurship Congress, as you mentioned. So yeah, happy to be here and, and discussing a very important topic, which is migration in Africa and, and Africans leaving and um, developing other countries, but also most importantly, how do we now harness that um, mm. network? Alice, mm. what does it mean though? I've, I've, it's actually my first time hearing of this name. Uh, Charles is the most <laughs> common name that we come across. <laughs> what does Alisimo so, mean? I get that all the time. Um, so Alisimo is a Swahili name. Okay. Um, it means a jewel oh, of a crawl. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So are you a jewel? I think I am. Am I a jewel, Charles? Most definitely a jewel. <laughs> Charles, how would you know? <laughs> yes. I have a good eye. Oh, okay. No. Oh, okay. No excuses. Uh, that is the voice of Charles uh, Sikwane. Charles, take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what it is that you do. All right. Thank you very much, Deborah. Um, I mean, the first thing I have to say is I'm very, very happy to be here in Johannesburg. Um, mm. I love this country. Uh, I love the people. I love the way of life. Um, and uh, it just makes me so happy to be on the continent. Um, I'm actually of Ghanaian heritage. I'm, I live in, in the UK, London, which is where I grew up. Okay. Um, but anyway, Charles Sekwolo. Uh, currently, I, I'm co-founder and CEO of uh, Move Me Back. Move Me Back is a global organization. Um, and what we seek to do is to connect the world with opportunities in Africa. Uh, we're a members community of talented individuals across the world, both outside of Africa and inside of Africa. Um, and our vision is to drive social and econo- economic development in Africa. Uh, and do that from a bottom-up perspective, and in five to ten years' time, have really moved macroeconomic indicators and um, in all the areas that matters, job creation, um, investment, various different things that will see Africa take its place on an international scale. Hmm. So, yeah, no, it's it's mm-hmm. very insightful. But um, we're we gonna get more de- into detail in terms of Move Me Back as to what is Move Me Back and mm-hmm. what are they on about. Um, but I think maybe let's start um, with Alisimo. Alisimo, tell us what is Sea Africa and what does it do? Okay, so Sea Africa is is short for Sustainable Entrepreneurship Accelerator. Oh, um, I was actually thinking Sea the Ocean. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks that, but uh. it it, it kind of is. It's similar to that and, and Sea Africa. Okay. So it's kind of like an acronym to Sea Africa. We are here, Sea Africans. Oh, okay. Um, come do business in Africa. Yeah. So what we do is we, we do um, research. We, we, we do research in various areas in entrepreneurship, but we also assist businesses to penetrate into African markets through market feasibility studies, market intelligence, and also market penetration through facilitation of um, with various stakeholders within within those Whichever sector you'd want to get into will assist you with identifying the key stakeholders mm-hmm. and um, assisting you with the process of, of penetrating your, your product in there okay. and developing your product. So mm. we have a presence in 11 countries. We are part of the Global Entrepreneurship Network, okay. um, which has a presence in 41 countries. So mm-hmm. I'd like to think that we've, we've got a large presence in Africa and um, in entrepreneurship and um, you know, try to be an enabler to to stimulate collaboration amongst African entrepreneurs. Okay, so you said you said what do you do there? So we do research. No, I'm saying you. Myself, yeah. I head um, the research department there. Oh, okay. How, how, is is it a big company? Is it a big team? Uh, so we're a medium sized team. Okay. At the moment, we're growing pretty fast. We've we've grown pretty fast in the past three years. Mm-hmm. So we're still growing. Okay. Um, but we have a really awesome team. Is it? That supports, yeah. Oh, okay. But now, uh, tell me, you said you you recently hosted um, Gen Africa. Uh, I mean, what does a research company doing hosting an event? 
<laughs> right. So we were the um, GW host. We've been G- the main GW host okay. in South Africa for the past three mm. years. Um, so that's how somebody might be listening. They don't know what is GW. Okay, so Global Entrepreneurship Week oh, is, is okay. hosted every November. Okay. So different countries host GWs across the world. About 160 countries host GWs to celebrate okay. entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So previously, Endeavor was um, the the country host. Mm-hmm. Um, South Africa now leading. Um, GW in So you guys fired Endeavor. Endeavor? No, we are partnering oh. with Endeavor. <laughs> okay. We are partnering with Endeavor okay. um, to host the GEW mm. yeah, in South Africa. Oh, okay. No, uh, not a problem. And, um, okay, I want to get to, 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 to the crux of, of, uh, in, is it, a, is it a research article that, that you wrote? But maybe before I actually get sure. to that, um, let me come to Charles. Charles, mm. um, I mean, you, a co-founder of Move Me Back. Mm-hmm. Um, why, what is Move Me Back? You, you touched a bit on some of the focus, um, you know, uh, of to what moving me back is and about, but I think this time when you answer that, uh, give us the why mm. uh, part because I guess most of the time you find with organization we miss the why yeah. uh, part of uh, why we exist in the first place. Yeah, yeah. sure, of course. Um, so yeah, I'll start with the why, and, and the why is very simply: um, my co-founder and I we're very passionate about driving social and economic development in Africa. Okay, you know, um, and move me back was our response, our answer to how can we put a vehicle in place mm-hmm. that actually looks to solve that over you know the midterm yeah now a little bit of background on that i you know my background is uh, i after i graduated from university uh, i went into the consulting space so i worked with um, a number of leading global um, consulting firms where we would often work on a very high profile you know, top level down initiatives you know the world bank or large corporates or mm-hmm. working with um, heads of states uh, to essentially drive change in the world in some shape or form okay um I left the corporate world maybe four, four or five years ago mm-hmm. uh, and committed the rest of my life to entrepreneurship. Okay. Uh, and the one thing that has remained constant is uh, you know, my mission here is to use business as a vehicle to drive positive change in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, two years ago, two and a half years ago, my co-founder and I uh, said, or we looked at the work we were doing, which was predominantly Western focused. Mm-hmm. And thought in terms of the impact we're trying to make, we should be focused on the continent 100%. Okay. And so we actually booked a one-way ticket um, to the continent and we were in the process of moving back uh, I'm from Ghana she's from Nigeria so we started in, in West Africa We've, we had a lot of experience working in Africa anyway but we started moving around and looking for how we could add value mm-hmm. through that process we recognize that when we speak to people at all levels whether it's at the very top um, whether it's uh, heads of state whether it's big corporates whether it's you know the small entrepreneur on 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 the street mm-hmm. the biggest challenge for everyone was or two two biggest challenges were access to finance okay. access to talent mm-hmm. yeah and those, those, are, the those two, are big issues i'm yeah. in business myself i know we struggle with those mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it, it transcends all forms of businesses uh, mm-hmm. and even with move me back right now we work with you know the likes of let's say an uber they have the exact same challenges on the continent mm-hmm. but anyway um so Having been in this environment all of our lives where we've been looking at solving these problems from a top-down okay, approach. You said having been there mm. all your lives. You make it as if, as if you're old. I'm an old guy. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't look old at all. Yeah. I mean, guys, I'll take a picture for you guys to see Charles. 
I actually tweet this picture and even put it on Instagram. He's yeah. not even old, but he makes it sound as if he's so old. Yeah. Uh, no, how old are you, Charles? Right? And your partner? Oh, well, that's a secret. There may be people out there who. No, but it's it's, know, it's all in the cream, you know. It's like, <laughs> and and the rituals two times a day. But, <laughs> but, but you don't know. Maybe there's a lucky lady oh, uh, that is listening. Yeah, that, that is so. thinking this man with his voice. You know, South Africa is full of beautiful women, right? Oh, absolutely. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> and and good-looking men also. I mean, let's let's be gender neutral here. But. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a good looking uh, man. So I can't comment on that. And maybe, maybe, maybe listen, maybe you're the one that could answer that one. Do we have good looking no, men? No, definitely. In Africa in general, we have good looking men. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, continue. But I'm, I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my thirties. I'm in, I'm thirty something. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But anyways, uh, Sorry, can I just add in there? Yeah. Maybe females that have issues with you men. know, <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, I think guys, <laughs> no, you're right. I think guys, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually daring you go to social media right now and and for and follow Charles. Charles, what's your social media handle? Uh, so my personal is C Sekwalo, C S E K W A L O R, and uh, at Move Me Back. Move me back. Okay. So right. is that Twitter? Is that Instagram? Or uh, is that across platforms? Uh, it's primarily Twitter. Across platforms, move me back. Um, okay. But Twitter is probably the best place to find me personally. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, Alissa, what's your social media handle? So I'm not a Twitter person yet. Um, no, but I'm on Facebook okay. <laughs> and Instagram yeah. and LinkedIn. You're beautiful, so, so you look like the person that will be on Instagram and oh, Facebook. Wow. <laughs> pictures, so. Yeah, so on, on, on social media, anywhere, my, it's just my name, Alessi Momwanga, nothing fancy. Okay. A L E S I M O Mwanga, M W A N G A. Oh, okay. So simple as that. Simple. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, if ever you want to uh, join in on the discussion, you can definitely go to www.cliffcentral.com. Um, and let's say, or you can even download the podcast. It's, um, at, at Cliff Central, um, you know, app. So you can even follow us on social media. It's at cliffcentral.com with Cliff Central, um, uh, on social, on uh, Facebook and we at cliffcentral.com uh, as well on Instagram. If you want to follow me, it's at Debohoma40 on Instagram uh, and, uh, and Twitter and it's Debohoma40 on Facebook as well. So coming back to you, Alice Mo, I mean, um, can you tell us more about um, your Africa migration article. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do what did you did you do an article and a research, or you did, um, you know, you did either all. So I did a full blown research study. Mm-hmm. Um, where I went and I interviewed. Uh, mm. well, you know when you say full blown, you know some of us are thinking. <laughs> okay, it was big. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's big. Maybe, can you simplify yeah. that as far as I mean? We've got so, small businesses that yeah, are of course. that so, are listening. Um, I interviewed close to fifty entrepreneurs. You didn't interview me. Outside of South Af- Africa, okay. So people operating in the states. In the I'm UK. operating um, in the states. Have, I'm operating in I'm California. So, I'm so upset that I didn't meet you then. Hey, yeah, you know, a, no, no, I think this network. You see, that's why we need these these global entrepreneurship networks so yeah. we can actually expand our access no, to people. Yeah, so, but to be fair, you you can't really interview the interviewer. Yeah, I mean. no, <laughs> no, but but you 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 see, I just happen to be so good at at what I do, uh, yeah. um, and obviously being being an influencer of the entrepreneurship space, sure. um, obviously in the country. I mean, yeah. uh, somebody was sitting there and says, "No, this person has got a huge following, loves to be listened to, mm. is very opinionated about the issues of entrepreneurship." So how about we give him his own show? You know, mm. uh, started off on television. Mm. 
became another show on television as well, eventually radio now. So, you know, now obviously why now even writes and articles around entrepreneurship. Yeah. So it has become, you know, one has become really um, a big voice of entrepreneurship in the country. Mm-hmm. So it was more by default than, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know definitely if we would have been to me, I'm sure we would have been very opinionated. No, that would have been great. <laughs> Cause, cause I yeah. know that, uh, I'm, I'm unhappy with some of the things. I mean, I think last time we had you guys on the show, uh, yeah. I remember we had, uh, the commissioner, yeah. uh, and we're tackling some issues that, that, that are pressing, I mean, uh-huh. uh, to the country. Yeah. Cause for me, I believe for a country to, and the economy to change, it relies on us, uh, young people. Yeah. And I'm actually glad that, I mean, in studio today, we are young people. Mm. Um, and I mean, we might be doing our own contribution, mm. uh, in our own little corners, but at the end of the day, what we do complements each other um, That's why as well We need to grow And encourage each other And like see each other As competition yeah. Of course I Yeah agree. No definitely So you can go back uh, To <laughs> telling us no, more so about now, that, now that he has said On air That uh, he was not interviewed So when I do My next research study And I call Deboho And say Deboho I need to interview you Please do not say That you are not available <laughs> No definitely No I'll make time for you Great, I'm, I'm you. committing on air Thank you, thank and on, you. On, oh, no, no, Can I just jump in Yesterday I heard you um, you asked the commissioner for a commitment. Can yeah. I ask for a yes. commitment from you? Yeah. Um, for moving back to write an article for us on how you see entrepreneurship in, yeah. in South Africa, which we can share with our, our community. No, definitely. Yeah. I'd be honored to do so. Thank yeah, you. I'd be honored to do so. Because <laughs> at least, I mean, I, I, I'm exposed not only to entrepreneurship in the country, mm. but I mean, in the continent and the world, um, at large. So I'd be honored to. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Ma'am? Okay. Yeah, so. Um, I interviewed um, a few amazing entrepreneurs that are based in the States and the UK. Mm, give me an example of you. Example of mm. the people. Yeah. So now maybe the, the, those that we might know of, maybe. So I don't think it's, it's anyone that you would probably know of because these are from networks that we got from the States. Oh, okay. So organizations based from the States. But we had an entrepreneur that... What organization is that? There's a whole list of them. Oh, so, okay. But I can give you an example. Mm. A Scholar X... Mm. They were here, actually, for okay. the panel discussion. Mm. Um, they're based in, I think, I'm not sure if it's Washington, mm. but they've got a, a social business mm. that assists, it's an app mm. that assists Africans to um, get access to scholarships and oh, funding okay. and all That's of that. That's nice. Mm. Um, and also spoke to another young man who's a Nigerian, actually, mm-hmm. um, who runs a investment um, hub business, for mm-hmm. example, who invests in African diaspora businesses okay. in, in the States at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there are various other entrepreneurs that are interviewed, but like I can't think of them all at the top of my mm-hmm. head. And do you know about the U.S. Um, Africa Diaspora Awards? Yeah, I actually, there's also one in the UK as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did, I did find that out as I was doing the research study. But I think the most interesting part of the study was that a lot of these um, people that were in business were young people okay. under the age of 35. Mm-hmm. And, um, they were mostly operating in the services industry mm-hmm. in the tech industry okay. as well. Um, so that was quite interesting. Also, fine arts and culture. Mm-hmm. And those are big industries in Africa as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was quite interesting to find that people um, that are highly educated, that mm-hmm. have studied at universities, mostly postgrad degrees, 
um, have worked like Charles himself. You speak well, by the way, as well. You sound very educated. <laughs> wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can know the compliments to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Charles, you can add Asia educated. Uh, most, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What, what, what's your background, though? So, um, my background is in economics and statistics. Okay. Um, so I actually studied through UNISA. Mm. Um, I know Distance learning? Yes Wow <laughs> So like my, my parents were quite upset Because um, my parents Are in the medical field so Okay They didn't understand Well my dad didn't yeah. understand the But but now Okay maybe um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry to deviate a bit yeah. So now when you were studying that yeah. um, Were you studying that part time? I was studying it part time What were you doing? I was working Where? I was working at an, an, an NGO called oh. um, Highway Community Radio Station. Okay. So I was assisting with the youth program and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, I worked for the European Union okay. as an intern yeah. um, in Dar es Salaam yeah. on food security issues. Okay. And um, elections and all of that at that time during the elections. Okay, you know, you know, you know, you know, Alyssa, uh, uh, Charles, Alyssa Mo is, is typically a person that you'd call Tatarach, you know? <laughs> yeah. Please translate. Yeah. Uh, Tatarach is a South African, uh, it's a, actually a Kasilingo. Mm. Um, that actually means, um, okay, forward. yeah, for somebody that is forward, somebody that refused to be limited, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm fascinated, um, you know, about both your stories, by mm. the way, you know? Because, because um, for me, the reason um, right now I'm I'm, I'm highlighting this mm. is because um, I know there's somebody that is listening, yeah. and they might be working at caves. Uh, no, shouldn't we be mentioning yeah. <laughs> at, a, any, a, yes. at any restaurant yes. or petrol station mm-hmm. or even a lowest job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they think that's the end of life. Mm-hmm. You know, so and right now there's a person that was doing distance learning, exactly. and right now, um, you know, he managed to get the qualification yeah. and. Today you're living yeah. uh, out of that, yeah. you know. I mean, for me, I'll make an example. Um, you know, um, you you can even Google my stories on the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I dropped out of school, you know, um, at grade eleven. You know, I had no opportunity in in life and had to go look for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I taught myself IT from the comfort of my bedroom. Wow. You know. But I mean, uh, God discovered by the former president, um, God sent to school. I never dreamed of it, mm-hmm. you know. So and 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 it may. But for me, I didn't let what I was going through that point in time define, you know, who I wanted to become, Absolutely. you know. And 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 let me tell you, from it, it it's a it's a pure pure rest to riches story because mm-hmm. from that, I mean, I really made a name for myself. Of course. Built big business, sold it, and did amazing things. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, today for a person that went to a black primary school, to a black high school, mm-hmm. English was not. I couldn't even construct a sentence in English. Today, mm-hmm. I get paid to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got platforms that people that went to good schools and yeah. you know whatever, and mm-hmm. you're competing with them. And you know, I'm glad to say I kick their butts. Yeah. You know, awesome. so so it it says that 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 sometimes in life we're the one that set limits mm-hmm. for ourselves. Yeah. You know, Indeed. so it's just a question of removing those limits and actually going out there. You know, I mean, for 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 uh, Anisimo to actually have been done distance learning. Exactly. You know, um, now I mean it's in a job. I mean, mm-hmm. I did the same. I'd like to hear your story as well. <laughs> how did you move from Ghana to to the UK? I know you have a story of your own as yeah. well. You know, yeah. so but at the end of the day, it's 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 for us as well, guys, too. To encourage somebody that is listening out there, so that they see that there's there's hope after all, mm-hmm. you know. And I I can tell you now, Alison, in, in you doing all of those things, 
like you say, um, your your parents were angry, yeah. and I can tell you that sometimes even to some of your peers, it was as if you're crazy. Yes, you know. I mean, they told they call me crazy. They call me you know names and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And but I was trying to discover. I was trying to find me. Absolutely. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. So what is your story, Charles? Yeah. So my story. I think my story begins with my parents. I was actually born in the UK. Okay. But um, you know the the, the same stories that I've heard from yourself and Alissimo, uh, you know those are the sorts of stories that my my parents went through, right? So, I, uh, you know, my 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 mom and my father they moved to. I think they met in the UK, but they both moved independently uh, in the fifties and the sixties. Okay. You know, my my dad went with uh, Ghana Airways. He was a he, he worked in baggage. Mm. Um, There's a lot of Ghanaians, by the way, in the UK. Uh, I was yeah, shocked. There yeah. is Ghanaians yeah. and Nigerians. Yeah. But, um, yeah. My my mother she moved to train as a nurse, so okay. she uh, she came from a, a family where uh, it was. They they took a lot of pride in in supporting and and helping people through healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she she became I think she lost her sister mm-hmm. uh, through an an eye infection, and mm-hmm. so she dedicated her life to becoming a, an eye nurse. Oh, so she okay. moved to the UK and mm-hmm. she, she trained, um, and then they had us, and uh, you know we had a very humble existence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one thing I I will always credit my my parents for is the very little we had. Especially in the UK, it's a very tough place to to grow up as a, a black person mm. in in the time that I was growing up, mm. um, very in a predominantly white community. Okay. Um, but the very little we had, you know, we always took a lot of pride in, mm. um, and there was always uh, something they instilled in us, which meant that we had a real sense of belief mm. in whatever we were doing, um, and that is something that's carried me through throughout. Mm. Um, and so, you know, started from very humble beginnings, mm. but rose through. Mm. Um, you know, went to one of the best universities globally, Imperial College for Engineering, mm. um, and then moved into the into the corporate sector. Mm. Um, yeah, prior to that, I mean, I, I quickly mentioned that I actually set up my first business when mm. I was fourteen. Um, one of uh, West London's first computer repair companies, which um, you know at the time was pretty much un- unheard of in my in my community. Mm-hmm. Um, but the entrepreneurship was always part of yeah. it was in my bones yeah. and, 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 and you know Charles we, we, we can't be apologetic about that I'd <laughs> like to think Alessimo we're working as well so that our kids become the better version of Charles tomorrow mm-hmm. you know go to school good schools mm-hmm. and do this give them what mm-hmm. we didn't have mm-hmm. you know so and, and, and for me I think I'm, I'll, 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 I'll throw this in because I think it has a lot to do um, with our discussion today being global entrepreneurship um, entrepreneurs are people that need to be able to think global need mm-hmm. to be think beyond their limits yeah. you know um, for me I, I love the, the, the mix that we have I mean of which with you guys you guys deal with a lot of entrepreneurs across different platforms mm-hmm. uh, Alice, I'm sure you'd agree to say South African entrepreneurs don't travel you know, yeah. South African entrepreneurs, Charles, don't even get out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're from Jobek. He'd, he'd go to school in Jobek, work yeah. in Jobek, marry in Jobek, die in Jobek, mm-hmm. you know, work in, you know, it's even worse to go to another town, even mm-hmm. worse changing province, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, I mean, I'll make an example. I mean, uh, last year we started, um, you know, a company in California. Um, I mean, right now we're busy negotiating, in negotiations, um, with, um, UK. I mean, our UK commissioner, mm-hmm. um, is busy, you know, sorting out the groundwork for us, um, to actually be, I'm part of, um, a campaign called, uh, Global South Africans, mm-hmm. uh, South Africans that are doing amazing things, um, 
you know, out there. So to other people, it's as if I was crazy. You know, for me, even, I mean, in this show, I started traveling, started broadcasting the show in other countries, <laughs> you know, and even if you can look at our numbers, um, I mean, we've got some major support in UK, we've got some major support in the US, you know, that it says, and to other people, as dude, I mean, You've never even had somebody run a business in your family, dude. Mm. They've been broke, you know? <laughs> so, and you decide to leave a job and start a business, you know? Mm. Now, even worse, you start a business in another province. Now, you mm. even go into another country. So, you mm. see the amount of limits that yeah. that we put on ourselves. Mm. So, why, Alissimo, do you think as South Africans we're putting so much limits uh, to ourselves, though? Look, it's a structural issue. You know, mm. it's it's a problem that we've been facing since you know after apartheid. Mm. So I can't I can't blame the people and say it's their fault because they haven't really been exposed as much as other African countries have because they're naturally nomadic. Mm. So they do move a lot. Um, I I tend to disagree with that as well in, in, in a slight sense because you know um. During the times of apartheid, you find a lot. You found a lot of people going out on exile. Yes, on exile. Yeah. Yes. So it's so weird how mm. that changed all of a sudden mm. post apartheid. Where I don't know if it, if it was a fear, fear thing. But again, uh, South Africa is kind of self sufficient, you know. Mm. So you'll find in the states as well. People, people don't prefer travel. being in, in, the, exactly. in the comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. People in the states don't travel either. Mm. They stay hardly. Some people in the states don't even fly to other mm. parts of the states. So, mm. um, I think that. It's, it's it's our duty as the, the the younger generation and the ones below us, especially with my brothers. I, I constantly encourage them to get out of their comfort zone, mm. to participate in global conversations. I mean, I got my brother to actually work at the Congress as well, to, to yeah, have him fair. see. Mm. And I, I know a lot of my friends also ask me, can my, my sibling work there so that mm. they can see what is out there? Mm. I'm getting involved in global community conversations, being a part of global community conversations as a start. Mm. But how are they going to hear about those things? We mm. don't tell them these things. Yeah. You, you will know about something that's happening, for example, mm. in the States, maybe with... World Economic Forum, for mm. example, if you're a global shaper, mm. how many of those um, people have you taken through from the communities That's to actually true. go to Switzerland or yeah. go to another part of the world yeah. to be part of that conversation? Yeah. We like to keep information to ourselves. Yeah. That's no, the problem. No, no, that, that is actually true. Then coming to you, Charles, I mean, <laughs> with you, it's a different case. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, uh, like I was saying, the UK is full of Nigerians and Ghanaians. Mm. I was shocked to get there, you know? Uh, it was like I was in Africa, outside Africa, you know. Into <laughs> <laughs> Africa. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, uh, when I come, I usually come, uh, I become in the financial capital. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm mean, to actually go a bit out. And and you've got Africans and Ghanaians doing amazing. I've got mm-hmm. guys that are venture capitalists, they, you know, that are, you know, that are actually sitting in, in that position mm-hmm. uh, of influence uh, in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, I've realized to say with you guys, um, now being you, uh, I'm referring to you being Nigerians, Ghanaian and other African countries. I mean, your parents left in the fifties and whatsoever, you know, mm-hmm. with you guys, uh, I've, I've realized you guys don't fear yeah. booking one way ticket no. to go there. I'll see how I survive there and you make it work. You know, yeah. so so I mean, t- let's have that conversation. I mean, I'm I'm not 
I'm not being tribalist mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so to say, for me, and that's what I did as well. I mean, uh, people are shocked to say you don't even know people. There. I said by the time I come back, I'll be knowing relevant yeah. people. <laughs> and let me tell you, I got I made noise that I'm in the country. Yeah. You know, and I knew relevant people. Yeah. You know, they're part of my networks mm-hmm. today, and my mm-hmm. network is growing. Tomorrow when I'm in the UK, dude, I'm gonna call you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so and you're gonna do the same when you come this side. Absolutely. You know, it's it's the that thing. But why yeah. do you think? You guys think different Or don't fear Booking that one way ticket yeah. To actually go out there And make things happen <laughs> That's a, It's a really interesting comparison um, yeah. And I'd love to At some point Dig deeper And try and understand Maybe the cultural differences That exist yeah. um, But I think you know, Maybe Alissimo Touched on something earlier You look at the US For example Yeah um, Proportionally There are very few people Who actually travel Outside of the US yeah. um, And maybe it's something To do with uh, If you take South Africa South Africa actually Being a various In the Context of Africa, a very you know, well developed and established region, right? Yeah. And so when people perhaps look further afield, they feel that, well, actually, there's perhaps, comparatively speaking, there's not as much for me to gain by traveling elsewhere. I'm sure there are other reasons. Okay. But I, I think when you look at the diaspora and those who, who made the journeys to, to the UK, mm. to the US mm. uh, back in those years, I think it was very much out of necessity. They were looking for mm. opportunity. They were looking for ways. And this is the actual the interesting piece around the work that we do now. Many people make that move with a view to, I'm going back in five years, 10 years, I'm going to earn some quick money. I'm going to learn some quick skills and go back and give to my community. Mm-hmm. In reality, it doesn't happen like that, okay. right? My parents are still saying that they're moving <laughs> back and they're still there yeah. right yeah. <laughs> complaining about the weather and all sorts okay. um it's it's actually a, for many they find it very challenging when they go to to these regions but um i think it's it's very much driven by by necessity uh, but also when i look at even nigerians versus ghanaians nigerians mm. are far more enterprising no, than, than no, ghanaians you know yeah. um and uh, there's Listen just that natural alisma <laughs> <laughs> representing all african yeah. states here. <laughs> okay. but um yeah there's a this sort of natural hustle um and you see it you see it in the in the workplace you see it with entrepreneurship mm. even when you land in accra versus lagos um, <laughs> from the way the taxi drivers try to get your business you mm-hmm. see that difference so um but there's something in this. I think uh, when I look at our business, I look at uh, my co-founders Nigerian. I'm Ghanaian. Okay. We bring very different dynamics to our business. We are almost like chalk and cheese in our approach to things. Okay. But it, it's you know, it's the marriage of those two things actually, uh, mm-hmm. and similarly the marriage of those um, different cultures within the within the continent okay. that will really you know, give us an opportunity to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that note, we need to be driving more for intracontinental work, intracontinental mm. trade between, you know, how does Ghana link up with South Africa? Mm. How does Nigeria link up with South That's Africa? That's true. You know, intracontinental trade at the moment is 12% versus mm. somewhere like Europe where it's 60%. Mm. You know, we need to do more within our continent, reduce the barriers between working and moving mm. um, and work with each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, no, that, that, that is actually uh, true. One thing that I've always uh, emphasized on is that we don't trade with each other mm-hmm. um, as Africans, you know. I mean, we're trading in isolation. Mm. Um, so it's something that I definitely encourage that we definitely, um, you know, need to do. So, and I mean, Alessimo, you, you have had some good insights um, mm. as far as, as your your research um, is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe let me start away. Where was this research, um, you know, published though? So we haven't published it yet. Okay. Um, we should be publishing it soon because we were getting um, feedback from different stakeholders with regards to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be finalizing it very, very, very soon. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I read somewhere on, on your research, it says the African continent uh, has lost close to $652 billion. Yes. Uh, per annum, mm. um, and you estimating that in 2050, mm. um, we stand a chance of losing about 1.5 trillion through yes. African entrepreneurs operating outside the continent. Can you mm. give us more insight? So, um, looking at the entrepreneurs that were interviewed, the average um, and annual profit generated is about 75,000 US dollars, which is close to a million rand. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Using a econometric model, we were able to calculate um, what that would mean if you hypothetically say, um, based on the sample, if other um, entrepreneurs, other migrants or diaspora were to be entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. this would be the average annual income that they that they generate. Average, because okay. obviously we're looking at an annual revenue between sixty thousand US dollars and a hundred plus thousand okay. US dollars. Mm-hmm. So an average came to seventy five. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you, we, we could get the calculation that about 652 billion, mm-hmm. um, is lost to African diaspora network. Um, mm-hmm. and you'll see a lot of research studies also indicating that, um, with, with brain drain and, and et cetera, but not a lot of focuses on, um, if you know, an African business was to start operating in the States, for example, um, how does this affect, you know, the country where they're from, mm-hmm. from an economic perspective and from mm-hmm. a social perspective. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're operating outside, um, the profits generated there stays in that country. It does mm-hmm. not come back to government. Um, yeah. And and then government has spent, and for example, if it's, if it's a situation where it's a Charles who left after he was 17 to go study in the States, mm-hmm. government has spent money on, on Charles to go to, to go school. There, yeah. But now <laughs> Charles spent, works there. Exactly. Yeah. Now he doesn't, or for example, maybe an enterprise <laughs> development um, fund was given to somebody to to develop their product, mm-hmm. and then Silicon Valley says, "Hey, we like you. Come mm-hmm. this side. Mm-hmm. We are willing." I know because I've got an office in Silicon exactly. Valley. There Silicon Valley is hungry yeah. for projects exactly. and opportunities, mm-hmm. and the people are sitting there with big fat paychecks, you. you know, to actually mm-hmm. back them up. But then that's a loss to government and mm-hmm. a loss to private sector. If you're investing millions mm. into developing businesses and developing this pipeline mm. for the supply chain development mm. and they, but, they get but, now, but now in your research though, Alissimo, mm. are you giving solutions as well or are you yeah. just giving problems? No, you're just identifying I'm problems. Not a problem oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, no. no um, I obviously had to find the facts before you provide solutions. Okay. So uh, um, a few of my recommendations were that obviously... You gave recommendation, girl? <laughs> <laughs> this girl gives recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, sorry David, to disturb you. <laughs> so one of the recommendations was because um, obviously within the chapters, mm. I looked into the business environment in Nigeria mm. and South Africa and Kenya and the ecosystem and what mm. they because I can see so right now there's not a lot of studies available that even gives us an, an idea of what mm. the ecosystem looks like in Kenya. I was actually Nigeria. about to come to that exactly. to say I mean the research data um, yeah. you know and and migration patterns yeah. it's non-existent. None. So why should we take yours as the because right now so, for for me the reason I ask that yeah. is that I mean I'm I'm a, I'm a global speaker. Mm. So I don't want to be getting on stage and be quoting your numbers mm. and they say well, what's your source mm. you know and mm-hmm. I quote uh, Alessimo and they go, who the heck is that? And what, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Um, in, in any case, this is an exploratory study. Okay. It's not a study that we are saying that this is it and this is 
what the data says. Mm. There is no actual data with regards to migration patterns of okay. African entrepreneurs that mm. migrate. You but start there is one. Data, yes. Okay. A sample uh, one. Okay. Um, we do hope to extend it to a more quantitative study mm. where we can collect more data. Okay. Um, but that that takes a lot of investment to do that mm. as well mm. because you have to source these. Okay. Who is financing the research now for you? So to the do partners it? for GEC, um, the Global Entrepreneurship okay. Congress partners. How much does it cost to do such a study, though? It's quite expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite expensive. Okay. It's quite expensive. Um, uh, oh, okay. So you can't give me the numbers. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I tried, guys. No. I tried. <laughs> no, the thing is, um, it, 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 this is, a, is on a much smaller scale. So obviously, this is a, if you're going to travel to those places to interview people, if it's a face-to-face interview, if you're trying to source um, data, mm. um, you also have to sometimes purchase it. So it depends. There's no fixed price. So I had to make use of what I had mm. with the funds available allocated to the research study because okay. this is part of one of the objectives for GEC mm. um, was to have two research projects. One was ecosystem mapping, mm. which was done um, and presented as well at GEC and this one as mm. well. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Charles, I mean, through the development of Move Me Back community, I mean, your organization, I was reading some of that, um, is enabling and empowering talented individuals to shape and accelerate Africa's social and economic development. How is this being done? Though? Mm. Um, I mean, you, you slowly start to realize after you know, being involved in various different businesses that people are the driver of, of all forms of growth. Okay. Yeah. Um, and part of what Move Me Back sets to do is to make sure that the right people are in the right place to mm-hmm. do things which are going to drive growth in Africa. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you, you look at Elisimo's study, you look at some of the other figures around um, you know, Africa's best talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the challenge that we face, an increasing challenge we face, is that some of our best talents are, are leaving the continent um, and going elsewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you take my country, Ghana, uh, where it's reported that 50% of our tertiary skilled are actually outside of Ghana. Right. True. So how do we build the next generation of businesses? How do we um, solve the next generation of problems um, if these people are not engaged in in these problems, right? So mm-hmm. uh, Move Me Back's role is to actually gather all of these individuals, all of this talent which exists in Africa and outside of Africa, um, and focus them on the opportunities that will drive social and economic development, right? So okay. things like dealing with 90% of the unmet energy demand that exists across mm-hmm. Africa, mm-hmm. or, you know, the the 95% or 80, 85%, I can't remember the exact figure, but it's pie of unbanked, uh, you know, people who don't have formal jobs, etc. creation of jobs, you know, mm-hmm. there's opportunity for 70 million or so formal jobs in Africa over the next 10 years or so. You know, who are going to be creating those jobs? Who are going to be fulfilling those jobs? Mm. Um, and these are all the things that drive growth. So Move Me Back is connecting that talent. It's focusing that talent on the opportunities. Okay. So okay. what was your part in the 2017 Global Entrepreneurship Congress? Um, so I, I actually came um, here to join Alissima on this panel. Um, where she presented uh, the research. Um, so but also I was not invited. I was not even on the panel. No, 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 comrade. This is this thing needs to be reviewed. I <laughs> wish I wish I made you to Boho mm. um, a, a couple of months back. Mm. It would have been nice mm. um, because saying that you you met some of the people that you know last night from. Um, you know, within your network, yeah. and that means then we obviously have the same networks. So no, we do. I'm pretty surprised. I was shocked that, that I mean, most yeah. of the people I mean, the um, that that were at, at the yeah. launch. I mean, it's people that I knew. But I did are... ask people within the network, like, do you know? So I didn't just 
pick people from the air. I Is ask it? people. Yeah. If you know people that are operating outside, please mm. kindly refer them to me. This is the study that I'm doing. Yeah. So I've got a few responses from people mm. and, and worked with that. And then it was a referral thing. Like, for example, Charles, because I met Charles in Nairobi mm. last year. Last yeah. two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Mm. So it would be, oh, hi, Charles. Um, we, we it's, it's through my networks that mm. I've met. That I, Charles, for example, will assist me with networks that he knows because um, I'm doing this. And he's helped me with a lot of things mm. and, and to access data or, or to put, assist with you know planning of uh, projects that I, mm. I've got for GC. So I, I work with the networks that I have, like you mm. say. So yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I would have loved to have met you a, a couple of months ago. No, but you to. met me now. I think yeah. it's, it's never late. God is always on time. <laughs> yeah. So Charles, you're also managing director of Cos Ventures. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so so CIS Ventures, uh, it sort of sits in the background. But uh, I mentioned earlier when I left the corporate world along with my co-founder, okay. Um, our view was how can we use business, how can we drive business um, for or engage it to drive positive change. Mm. And Sierra's Ventures is almost our holding company, our brand for doing various things. So mm. um, through that, we invest in businesses which um, we believe are driving change in some shape mm-hmm. or form. Um, and we build businesses. So Move Me Back is part of the, the, the COS Ventures family. Okay. Um, it is a vehicle which is enabling growth in, in various regions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay, so then I mean, Alessia, tell me. I mean, um, since we've had the Global Entrepreneurship Week, uh, I mean, um, what what were the part of the discussions um, mm-hmm. that were at the Congress this year? So there were quite a few um, discussions. I mean, we had almost forty sessions happening mm. at the same time. No, in two days. Oh, so there okay. was twenty <laughs> sessions per day. Mm. Um, but I know one of the um, sessions that were. Um, held throughout the day, for example, was the ministerial session where mm. different ministers from different countries and um, world organizations were there to discuss, you know, bottlenecks that we face in Africa mm. and generally globally mm. and how to find solutions to that. And um, Honorable Lindue Zulu actually reported back yesterday with regards to, um, you know, the usual bottlenecks that mm. we face and mm. um, commitment towards. Um, ensuring that, um, especially within Africa, that we um, try and address the barriers that mm. um, we we have with accessing markets within the region. Um, so, I mean, obviously, it's, it's a start okay. to everything. There's a start. Um, I think going forward, obviously, there'll be um, a, a more focused outlook in terms of what is the short-term mm. goals, medium-term goals, long-term goals. That's, that's how it should be in any case. So, so now C, let me get this. So C was responsible for... Um, GEC only in South Africa. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's hosted in different countries every mm. year. Mm-hmm. So last year it was in Colombia. Okay. And um, this year it was in Johannesburg. Next year it's going to be in Turkey. So all GEW hosts, people that host the GEW, mm. they bid to host um, GEC in their countries to bring the. Oh, so you guys bid it? Yes. Oh, so yes. What? guys, you know, I mean, um, sorry, Charles, we just lost the Olympic bid. Oh, gosh, <laughs> no. Oh. I know. After, after we spent a lot of money. Yes. So for which year? Twenty. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Oh, yeah. 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 So where's it going? Um, so it's going. Okay, there's a country that I know. Um, I just forgot the name. Asia. It was secondary uh, to to actually take sure a. It. No, it's not Asia though. No, it wasn't it? It wasn't in Europe, was it? I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, you can't remind us of that. We're still traumatized with <laughs> yeah, that, and recovering as a country. So <laughs> please. <laughs> so so now, I mean, you guys. Uh, did you guys? 
take on this beat alone or you went with um mm, Endeavor no. South Africa? No. Um so we we bidded for it as the Africa. Mm-hmm. Um obviously we had partners um that that were supporting What does it involve though in this, in, in, bidding, in the bidding process? Um it involves getting partners involved to support and commit to obviously So it's letters of intent, uh, agreements. Yeah, it's 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 just letters of of support and commitment to um hosting the GC and obviously it's information about the country itself and okay. um you know why it, it's kind of like why should it be hosted in South Africa, for example? So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, Africa was. I'd love to know why. <laughs> obviously, Africa is the next best place to host it. Yeah. It's been hosted and in Europe. It's been hosted in Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been hosted in the states. It's never been hosted mm-hmm. in Africa. I don't think if it was hosted mm-hmm. in Africa earlier, we would have been as prepared as now yeah, for it. True. So it's a good thing that there was that delay for us to also learn and see. And another thing is that the importance of hosting it here is to also increase the African presence in, mm-hmm. at, at, at these conferences yeah. we haven't had a large uh, presence of african delegates mm. at gec and i think now that because obviously there was no awareness of it mm. so i think now going forward now that everybody knows about it you'll see more people actually participating in, yeah. in gc no no it's true and and charles you know we we we're not we're not big-headed by the fact that we're the gateway to africa you know <laughs> 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 we don't we don't big headed about that. But um anyway, um I think I think more than anything, I think um you you, you guys have been doing a splendid um job in, in terms of um what what you, 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 you've been doing both. I mean in the UK and and you guys Alisima in, in South Africa. Um but now one thing that that I always say business without a succession plan. Um, it's no business at all. I mean, for me, I would like to know from both of you as to, um, you guys are executives in your own rights, um, you know, before companies that you represent. Um, you know, with you, Charles, it's different. It's your company, so you've got influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you an executive. Mm-hmm. So, but at the end of the day, who are you empowering or who are you transferring the skills to? Mm-hmm. Are you mentoring someone mm-hmm. to actually follow in your footsteps mm-hmm. or to actually you know, mm. be the next Alessimo or the better Alessimo. For mm. me, I mean, I know I've mentored, I could, mm. I could point out millionaires that would mm. tell you to say, this guy made me, mm. you know. Mm. And for me, I don't say, I don't say I made people, mm. but I say God did. Mm. I was just a vessel to, mm. you know, sure. to impart somebody as well. I mean, I met, um, you know, changed my life forever mm. because they believed exactly. in me, you know. Mm. So, you know, funny enough, I, I'm still looking for a mentor, actually. Okay. <laughs> I don't have one. And I'd really actually um, like to have one because I think that's going to, to take me to the next level. So mm. I also need to learn from somebody. But, yes, there are a lot of young people that look up to me um, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to um, events all across South Africa and I'll find young people always coming up to me and saying, oh my gosh, what did you study? You're so amazing. Mm. And um, just having that time to have a conversation with mm. a young person. Mm. Um, I've worked on a lot of projects even in, in rural places in South Africa. Mm. Um, and seeing those, uh, you know, amazing kids from disadvantaged backgrounds coming up with amazing business ideas. You mm-hmm. know? So, no, I can't say that I have a particular person that I've mentored and they've become successful. But okay. I have got... Um, there are young people that will come to me for advice and I give them guidance. Mm. If I, 
if I find something that I know that they would be best place to support mm. or um, someone supporting their business mm. for whatever reason, I'll definitely um, recommend them. Okay. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm, if I'm qualified yet to be anybody's mentor when I myself, mm. I'm trying. I have not arrived, mm. so I can't say. Mm. How, but old, how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still hope. So. Still hope. <laughs> Married, single. Single. <laughs> uh, looking happily? No, not looking. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Sorry, brothers. <laughs> not looking, but you, you can try your luck. You know that DM works. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day. Yeah, I, I was watching uh, what um, you know. We uh, we've got uh, Charles uh, South African. Uh, what is it? OPW um, <laughs> <laughs> show. It's it's. Uh, what, what's the name Our of the perfect show? Wedding. Our perfect wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this couple they actually met on on Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they responded to it, and they were getting married. So wow. you never wow. know. Guys, they must respond to Sex these DMs. <laughs> Globalization is <laughs> so, in full force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it definitely it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely. So anybody that you mentor, Charles? Um. Yeah. So I do a lot of mentorship. Um. Mm-hmm. So. On one hand, uh, you could say from when I was in the corporate world, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people, I guess, who are trying to reach certain stages or get into certain organizations or even just try to understand the path that I've been through. So, okay. um, for example, in, in the UK, um, I work with a number of groups. There's the uh, the Powerless Foundation, uh, mm-hmm. which takes uh, 60 or 70 of, of the brightest uh, black people in uh, at, at university level and okay. mentor them and try to get them to the top le- topmost mm-hmm. levels of influence and leadership mm-hmm. um, in various other organizations that I've been involved in. Uh, but for me, it's a two-way process. Um, firstly, I will say that um, if there's anyone out there that needs a mentor, Alissimo is a perfect mm-hmm. candidate. Um, mm-hmm. From what I've seen her achieve over the last a few months and particularly this this week I think she mm. probably underestimates herself and underestimates and the access that she has when are you having coffee when are you having coffee with me you must you must tell them on air now when you would like to have coffee <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm free anytime for you to walk as it's anytime okay. so um, anyway you, you you're gonna finish with your travelling Yes, I'm oh. done for a month. Like April, I'm I'm around Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. May, that's when I start traveling again. But I'm around. In H- how often do you travel though? Because I'm sure. thinking. Because I think between your travel and my travel it's and our travel, you know. Yeah, I know yeah. this thing with these young generations, yeah. and, and it's a good thing. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, no, I, I travel quite a lot. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I do mm. travel. I'm I'm fortunate mm. to travel quite a lot. Mm. Um, so I can't say how often because I can be told next week that you need to go to Malaysia mm. and I must pack okay. <laughs> and go. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I I do spend a lot of time in Johannesburg mm. and and mostly around South Africa. Okay. But you have my number, Deborah. Yeah. You should text me. Coffee. I can't believe Alison will just expose me that I've got her number. Yeah, I do. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Talk to you. I'm going to take you out, and we we going we going to talk. Uh, in a month or two, I'm I'm coming to 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 um to like to UK. Which part of UK is best? Uh, in London. Oh, okay. In London, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I myself, I spend a lot of time on the road, so probably, okay. probably in the UK four or five months out of the year mm. the rest of the time between the US Europe Asia the mm. continent um, mm. again gathering Guys, why don't I have your jobs you know for, for, for me I, I, I love that but I've realized I mean I'll make an example I run a company that employs plus minus 170 people mm-hmm. sure so um I'd love to be traveling as much as I can I mean mm. six months of last year I spent um in uh, traveling 
So the last three months, I mean, I had to even cut my trip short to come back um, towards the end of December. Mm. And let me tell you, coming back, I had to, I've been turning off fires. <laughs> and I had, to, I, I had to let go of people as well Because yeah. in fact I never thought I, I, I think it took me to go this time To realize my team is not as, as, as strong As I thought it was mm-hmm. yeah. You know so yeah. for me Because that's why for me I really need um, Somebody A successor I think maybe I need to employ a CEO of some kind mm-hmm. yeah. uh, To actually run the show Because I want to yeah. be I'm in a point where I want to work on my business Not work yeah, for my business That's mm-hmm. important You know yeah. So so for me I think that The world is still waiting for me To conquer it out there <laughs> So how am I going to do it While I'm busy You know um, yeah. yeah So it's it's one of those things But now um, Where to from here um, Alissimo <laughs> I don't know <laughs> don't I'd be know. lying if I said I did um, And uh, look Look, we've just launched GEC Africa. You were at the launch yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm just taking in the whole after effect of what we just achieved. Okay. Um, so uh, the sky's the limit, I feel, from here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look forward to what the next coming weeks have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm available for any conversations. But, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so now for people that are listening that want to be updated on the journey or on yeah. what's next, where can they follow the information? With regards to um, GC Africa? Yeah, GC Africa. So they could go and follow. It could be GC or it could even be C, you know? Well, C is not on social media, That's but right. um, you can follow all updates on Gen South Africa, mm-hmm. um, GEN South Africa, okay. on Facebook mm-hmm. and on Twitter, and also the website and www.gew.co. Okay. Slash ZA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then C is it is it an NPO? Is it a private? No, company? it's a private company. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. No, so no, I understand. Um, black owned. Black owned, yes. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's no, <laughs> make sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, Charles, where to from here, my brother? All right. So uh, there's so much happening this year, and mm-hmm. it's an exciting year for us. But mm-hmm. I think. Uh, at the topmost level, uh, we believe that Africans all over the globe need to be connected with each other. Okay. Um, the world needs to know that um, Africa is open for business. Mm. Um, individuals need to know that there are huge opportunities here on the continent. That is how we attract the right people. Mm-hmm. That's how we keep the right people. Um, and that's how we build the next generation of yeah. our economies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And moving back is is looking to do that. Okay. Right? So we're already playing a, a very significant role in, cer- in certain niches. Mm. Um, but we're Creating Moving Back is the platform that connects um, Africans wherever they are to each other, mm. to opportunities on the ground. Mm. Um, and that's the agenda. And that's what we're super focused mm. on for the next however long it takes. Okay. Um, yeah. right. Contact details or to follow uh, Move Me Back? Uh, so you can reach us on most social platforms at Move Me Back, M-O-V-E-M-E-B-A-C-K. Um, go to our website, movemeback.com. Um, yes. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but more than anything, let me take this opportunity uh, to thank you guys for your time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really great um, having you in the discussion um, that we have. We usually close off the show in style uh, <laughs> by giving a word of 30 second inspiration to somebody that is listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Charles too. goes first. Okay, Charles. <laughs> oh, wow. I think it was ladies first. But anyway, um, I mean, the first thing I would say is uh, what I've learned through my short time on this planet mm-hmm. is that. Uh, life's about the journey, uh, not necessarily the destination. Yeah, mm. um, I think one thing that holds us all back in our lives is uh, the emotion of fear. 
Uh, fear is probably one of the most useless emotions. <laughs> and I encourage everyone, whenever you feel fear, uh, push through it. Uh, because mm-hmm. there'll be others who have gone through what you've gone through, who've mm-hmm. had the same emotions as you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's support out there. People want to help. Mm-hmm. So when you feel fear, push through it. Um, and believe in yourself. There's mm-hmm. much things that you can achieve out there. Um, for me, it's just really simple. Um, just always push through the challenges. Never feel intimidated by, um, things that surround you. Always believe in yourself and know that whatever you believe is possible is possible. And you don't have to let anyone tell you that you can't do something to do it. No, definitely. Whatever you believe, it's possible. This is all that we had for you today on 360 Biz. Get us again next time for another exciting installment of 360 Biz with myself, Debohoma Fodi, and Bulelani with other amazing entrepreneurs. I'm out.